for Lamb and Lion Ministry. Today we're going to be talking about this incredible topic of the tribulation versus the great tribulation, Matthew chapter 24, verses 21. And of course, we are transmitting live from the Aventura Hollandale area, so we ask that you keep us in prayer, that the technology and everything will work without any problems. Our lines will be open in case you have a question or a comment. Our local number is 305 992 9537. Again, that's 305 992 9537. When the lines are open, we would love for you to call us in with any question or comment for Nathan Jones or myself. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will also open us up with a word of prayer. I'd be happy to, Pastor Vic. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word. It's a very deep and uh, just a topic that can really get us down, Lord, but we know you have your, your purposes and such wonderful things come out of it. So, Lord, we pray you'll uplift everyone who's listening and tuning in and bless them, Lord, and that we may understand you better and worship you in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Of course, you're tuning into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones. Our topic is that of the tribulation versus the great tribulation, Matthew 24, 21. For those of you that use social media, we would love for you to tune into twave.org and make sure that you hit the like button when you find us on Facebook. Also, want to encourage you to stay tuned to the Bible Prophecy programs here on Tuesdays at 11 a.m., Calvary Chapel Bible Prophecy School of Ministry, and of course, here on Wednesdays at 11 a.m., also with Christ in Prophecy. And uh, during the week, we'd love for you to stay tuned to various programs here on T-Wave, and you can always reach out to us if you would like to sponsor a program. And of course, today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura, and the truth will set you free ministry. And you can find more information at calvaryaventura.com and on Facebook at JN832. And of course, before we begin, I want to thank my awesome friend Nathan Jones for being part of our program. Once again, Nathan, welcome to the program. Oh, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me on, Pastor Vic. It's a pleasure to have you. And you know, I called you earlier. We talked a little bit about the weather, and you were bragging about how nice the weather was in Texas today. Well, we got this cold front, so instead of being 100 degrees, it's only 90 degrees. So it's like having a cold front here. <laughs> <laughs> only 90. I guess you're, only... competing. you're competing with us, Nathan. Oh, yeah? What's it like in Miami? At the same 90, but except it's 100% humidity. <laughs> oh, well, see, you live in a tropical paradise. We live in a prairie, so it's, it gets a little hot here during the summer, that's for sure. Excellent. And Nathan, God is always doing some incredible things with uh, you and the uh, wonderful ministry there with Dr. Reagan, Lamb and Lion, and also your wonderful program, Christ in Prophecy, that we're airing here on T-Wave, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Anything else, uh, Nathan, that uh, you guys are doing there at Lamb and Lion? I know you always have a lot of conferences going on and just a, a lot of wonderful things. Can you talk to us a little bit about some of your events? Yeah, well, I mean, we uh, speak regularly at different churches and conferences. You can go to our website at www.lamblion.com and uh, check our events page. And maybe we're here uh, in town near you. I know we were back in January. We were in uh, Aventura area and uh, in Hylia, and we were at a church there preaching. So uh, check out. Maybe we'll be in town. And I know Dr. Mar uh, Dr. Reagan in just uh, two weeks will be in St. Martin's. And uh, there, if you'd like to go out to the islands, you can hear him preaching in a conference there. So we're always, we're always somewhere. If not, you can watch our television show, Christ in Prophecy, 
We're on 15 networks shown all over the world and a few Internet networks, too. You can watch it on our website at lamblion.com. That is excellent. And we have you here also on TWave.TV, and I just pulled up your website, so hopefully those will be tuning in and watching this, whether it's on YouTube or live, we'll be able to check it out as well. So, Nathan, awesome. And, you know, you also have a wonderful series of these great uh, video clips that you have done. Can you just briefly talk to us about those, Nathan, in case someone makes their way over to your website and checks those out? Oh, sure. Uh, check out our Bible Prophecy Insights videos. They're one-minute videos that basically give you an insight into Bible prophecy, and then it links you to our website. You can learn more. We have these all over the Internet. They're computer animated, and they're a lot of fun. But if you just want to learn just a tidbit about Bible prophecy, check out our Bible Prophecy Insights videos. They're one minute long each. Excellent. Thank you so much, Nathan. A lot of wonderful information for those that want to learn more about eschatology, end-time events, and Bible prophecy, and uh, recommend everyone else checking out lamblion.com. And of course, Nathan, we're very excited because today we're going to be talking about a topic that is very important, but one that sometimes uh, people get a little bit confused uh, when we talk about this incredible topic of the uh, tribulation. And uh, Nathan, if you happen to have your Bible in hand, I wanted to see if maybe you might be able to read for us there, Matthew 24, uh, verse 21, before we dive into the subject? I'd be happy to. Uh, I'll be reading out of the New King James. It's, For then there will be great tribulation, such as not seen since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. Incredible. And Nathan, I wanted to see if maybe you would talk to us a little bit about the first, the tribulation, what it is, and then if we can talk about the first period of the tribulation, because of course there are two periods there. So can you talk to us a little bit about the tribulation for our listeners? Sure. Well, the tribulation is a time period coming up. Uh, like we read, it's the, in verse 21, it's the uh, time that's the worst in human history. It will get so bad uh, the disasters that will come upon the world, the judgments of God that will come upon the world for sin, uh, it will be so bad. There'll be no time like it in all of human history. If it gets as bad as it gets, it's like uh, watching one of those Terminator movies. Right. And you see the, the machines crunching over the skulls in a, in a nuked landscape, and, and everything's dead, and humanity's on the brink of extinction and stuff like that. I mean, we as a society are obsessed with movies like that that talk about basically the apocalypse, the, the end times, the, you know, almost the end of humanity. And this is actually, a lot of those ideas are based on what the Bible teaches, that obviously we don't have Terminators running around and stuff like that, <laughs> but, but that general idea that, that we're going to get to a point in human history where it's going to get that bad, a, a post-apocalyptic type era. And that's what that comes right out of the Bible, that there's a seven-year time period called the Tribulation coming upon this earth. And Nathan... And it almost seems like the world is being prepared for such things. We see all these movies coming out, like zombies and, and all these television programs, and I think you're right on. Well, you know, it's interesting. Just recently there was a survey done about the youth, and we're talking about the teenagers of this era. And they asked, you know, what is your biggest fear of the future? You know, you'd think they'd say jobs or uncertain uh, uh, college or stuff like that. The number one fear of teenagers today is an apocalypse coming. And you got to wonder, you know, a lot of these kids aren't, aren't schooled in the Bible. Where are they getting this idea that, that the end of the world is coming? And uh, all these movies and things, I, I believe you're right, absolutely, Pastor Vic, that, that even though Hollywood and books and TV are obsessed with 
this idea of the end of the world, it's a biblical event. It's, you know, Hollywood reinterprets it, of course, but the Bible teaches that the, there's a great tribulation that's coming upon the world, an apocalypse, an end time, almost a destruction of humanity is coming upon this world, and it comes right out of the Bible. Now, oh, that's an excellent point. And of course, Nathan, that's why we want to clarify this event called the Tribulation. And for anyone that's tuned in, that maybe it's not familiar, but we know that the world is being prepared. Things are happening like never before. And we, are the, as the Church of Jesus Christ, are very excited. But yes, go ahead, Nathan. Please continue sharing with us regarding uh, the Tribulation and then maybe talking to us about what's going to happen in the first part of the Tribulation and then the Great Tribulation. Okay. Well, uh, like we read in uh, the Great Tribulation, uh, we can start, uh, well, uh, let's go, Daniel really is the best place to go. Daniel uh, talks about uh, how God's end times are involved at 70 weeks. He calls it the 70 weeks of seven years, so 490 years. 483 of those years would be up to the time that Jesus came in, in his, his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And that happened exactly to the day, Jesus' triumphal entry the Messiah, he was to save the world, and he did spiritually, but he hasn't taken his kingdom yet. And that would happen after the final seven years, which would be at the end time. Now, for the last 2,000 years, we've been going through the church age, but the signs of the times show that the Lord is coming back soon, and therefore we're getting real close to that time of the tribulation. Now, for you believers in Christ out there, the Bible promises the rapture of the Church, 1 Thessalonians uh, 4 and 1 Corinthians 15, and other verses, John, uh, for instance, they talk about Jesus' return to take the Church, take believers in Christ up in the rapture to heaven so they will not have to endure the seven years' tribulation. Uh, God promises that we are not destined for the wrath of God. So, you know, don't get freaked out when, when Vic and I here start ta teaching you about the tribulation, because <laughs> it is, it's, it is the word, it's a horrible, horrible time. But there's a seven-year tribulation coming upon the world, and we know it's seven years. Uh, it's divided into two sections of 42 months each, and that's a 30-day month, so we can calculate exactly from the beginning of the tribulation, which Daniel tells us is when the Antichrist, a one-world ruler, will come on the scene and he will make a peace covenant with Israel. And the day that he makes his peace covenant with Israel, that is the countdown to the end of the tribulation, and the end of the tribulation ends with Jesus Christ coming back to defeat evil and rule and reign. So don't lose heart about how terrible the tribulation is, because it, 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 it's the worst in human history, yes, but it starts the greatest time period in all of human history, the Millennial Kingdom, where Jesus Christ comes to rule and reign. That's awesome. And Nathan, of course, you referenced that in Daniel there, chapter 9, I believe, verses around 24 uh, through 27. Yes, Daniel 9, 24, 27 is section for that. Yeah, and I know I'm sure there's a lot of passages, but that, would, that was a great reference. And uh, you know what, Nathan, that's exactly why we believe that it's important for individuals out there to maybe check these uh, references out in the Bible so that they can look at it for themselves, right? Oh, exactly. I, Daniel is like the revelation of the Old Testament. Uh, Zephaniah is, is totally about the tribulation, the book of Zephaniah, a little minor prophet most people don't read. There are references to the Day of the Lord, which is another name for the tribulation, all throughout the prophets in the Old Testament. Uh, you think of the last chapter of Amos, for instance, it talks about the Day of the Lord, this, this time of judgment that's coming upon the earth. Now, this time of judgment has three purposes. We can read in Jeremiah 30, verse 7, that it's a time of great distress for Israel. 
In other words, God has a redemptive plan for Israel. For the last 2,000 years, his focus has pretty much been on Gentiles coming to know Jesus as their Savior through the activities of missionaries through the Church. But God isn't done with Israel. He's regathered them back into the land of Israel. I mean, after 1,900 years, Israel is a nation again. Amazing. That is amazing, isn't it? I mean, that is... That never happened. You don't see the Hittites coming back and starting to kind of, <laughs> The American Indians, you know, aren't creating their own nations again outside the reservation. I mean, it just, the Mayans haven't started their civilization back. It doesn't happen. But when Israel happens, the nation of the Bible, it means something. It's important. And Jesus in Matthew 24 had said that when we see Israel return as a nation again, that that would be the time period that we will see the tribulation come upon the earth. That is amazing. And, you know, I, and, and of course, Dr. Reagan has a great love for Israel. And uh, you talked a little bit about that in one of the conferences, the many pilgrimages that you have made uh, to Israel so that people will see that this miracle is there. And uh, I think you mentioned that something from something like uh, at least six million Jews have returned to that land since 1948, approximately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's about 12, 12 and a half million Jews worldwide. They've calculated and now half of the world's jewelry live in Israel. And we're seeing Israel, it's interesting, uh, Zechariah prophesied again and again that Israel would be the center of the world's attention, that Jerusalem, who controls Jerusalem, would be, the world would be consumed with it. And all you have to do is turn on the news, and everything is about Israel. It's Israel this and Israel that, and of course right now Israel having to deal with Gaza. And just that Gaza is a nation again after since 2005, that plays in the Bible prophecy, because in Psalm 83, uh, it prophesies that Israel will have to subdue their hostile neighbors. And maybe what's happening in Gaza now is the beginning of that Psalm 83 war that the Bible prophesied that will happen before the tribulation. We're not sure. But that we're seeing all these things that the Bible prophesied come true. So we know then that the tribulation will come. So, one, the tribulation is about bringing the Jews to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We know that a third of the Jewish people who survived the tribulation will come to know Jesus as their Savior. And many Gentiles from every tribe, tongue, nation, and people, the Bible says, will accept Jesus as their Savior during that time period. And that's, so, why, that's why you mentioned, Nathan, that it's not all gloom and doom. I mean, of course, God still has a plan for the nation of Israel, and we see that salvation is going to come. The Holy Spirit is going to be poured out upon them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... The, he's going to have, the church won't be there to witness, will be raptured out, but he leaves 144,000 Jewish evangelists. He leaves an angel that shares the gospel throughout the entire world. The second thing about the, the judgments, 21 judgments will befall the world that will devastate the economic, the social, the ecological, uh, the, the human population, you know, to bring people down to their knees to accept Jesus as Savior. And then you got the third purpose, and that's Jesus' return, to defeat evil and set up his kingdom. So the whole purpose of the tribulation is to bring people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, to rescue their souls for eternity. So as terrible as that sounds, sometimes, man, you have to bring people down to their knees yes. before they'll finally relent and surrender and give their lives to Jesus Christ. Nathan, that's a great point, and the good thing is that today people have hope and that really they won't have to go through all that if they came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ today, right? Right. I mean, until the rapture of the Church, and again, it's an imminent event. It can happen at any moment. You know, it happens like a snap real fast. And after that, you're left behind, and you will then have to 
endure the tribulation. You'll see the Antichrist, this one-world ruler, arise out of Europe, will make a peace treaty with Israel. Uh, that's the first judgment upon the world. Uh, the Bible, uh, Revelation, divides the judgments of the tribulation into sevens, three sevens, the seven seal judgments, the seven trumpet judgments, and the seven bowl judgments. So the first one starts with the Antichrist conquering the world, and the world now cries out for a one-world ruler to fix all its problems, and they're going to get it, but they're not going to like the person that they get. And initially, he'll be, he'll be a great orator, he'll be a great politician. Uh, it says he conquers with a, a bow, but he has no arrows. In other words, he doesn't need war to conquer. He uses diplomacy to conquer. But as soon as he sets up that peace treaty with Israel, according to Daniel 9, then that's the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. And, and oftentimes, Nathan, it's true because we, we sometimes get what we ask for, right? And uh, he's going to deceive many, uh, and then, of course, he's going to show his true colors, right, Nathan, the Antichrist? Oh, yeah. I mean, the former head of the U.N., I, uh, his name doesn't come to me at the moment, but he had made a quote that said that how much that the world needs a one-world ruler and that they could care less whether it was a god or a demon, wow. they would accept him. And so <laughs> it's like, well, that's what they're going to get. The Antichrist is a, uh, is a monster of a person. He'll plunge the world into World War III. We read in the second seal judgment how the world is plunged into war as he conquers the different nations. Uh, his peace treaty with Israel protects Israel for the first three and a half years of the tribulation. So we know from Revelation and also Daniel that the Israel will be at peace for the first three and a half years, guaranteed by the Antichrist to have peace the peace they finally wanted. But the Antichrist will then use that time to conquer the rest of the world. And we know that a quarter of the world population, Revelation tells us, Revelation 6, that a quarter of the world population will die in that war. Wow. And that's 1.5 billion people in today's numbers. That is amazing. And Nathan, and all that, we know that it's around the corner, in a sense, compared to the thousands of years that we waited for Israel to become a nation. Now, these other events can really literally unfold in the very near future. Well, Jesus said that as we got closer and closer to the end times, the signs of the end times that he gives us in Matthew 24 uh, will come more frequent and more intense. So natural disasters, when we've always had them, but they will come more frequent and more intense. The fragility of the, the politics of the world will come more frequent and more intense. Wars and rumors of war will become frequent and more intense. And we see that every day. Just, just watch the news and you see the world is, is ratcheting up to something big. And in the center of it all, the center of it all is Israel, just like God said would be. Israel would be the center of the world's attention. And the world blames Israel for all its problems, for its financial problems, for the political situation in the Middle East. Anti-Semitism is on the rise. So we know that prophecy is being fulfilled, that Jesus is coming back. And as a result of that World War III that the Antichrist comes, the second, uh, third and fourth seal judgments say that famine will come after that, and then disease will come after that, and another quarter of the world population will die. So just in the first year or two of the, of the tribulation, Half the world population will Amazing. die from war, famine, and uh, plagues. Wow, Nathan, and that what a what a sound of the alarm that should be for anyone tuned into the program. And of course, you are tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free. 
Bible Prophecy Edition, Nathan Jones, Vic Batista. We're talking about the, the tribulation versus the great tribulation. And Nathan is talking to us there, according to Matthew chapter 24, verse 21, talking about the great tribulation and the things that are going to happen during that period of time. So, Nathan, of course, in the first um, half of the tribulation, the first beginning of it, it seems that everything is peaceful, right? Well, for the Jews it is. They are behind a peace treaty with the Antichrist. They're no longer attacked by their neighbors. There's another war that you can read about in Ezekiel 38 and 39 called the Gog and Magog War, and that's when all the Islamic nations come against Israel along with Russia and attack Israel, and God steps in and destroys them. So just think of Russia and the Middle East no longer being a player in world politics. The world will change that much. And so Israel will be at peace, but the rest of the world will be at world war. Now, it's generally, some people take it that, well, the first half of the tribulation is, is peaceful, and the second half of the tribulation is all war and destruction, but that's far from the case. Just read the first four seal judgments, and you see the whole world is plunged into war except for Israel. Israel is protected. But let's get back to Matthew 24. We read verse 21. Back up to verse 15, and this is also paralleled in Daniel. It says, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. To let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who are on the housetops not go down to take anything out of his house. Let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant, to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter Sabbath. Now, in the middle of the tribulation, the Antichrist will come to Jerusalem. There will be two witnesses for the first 42 months, when you read about this in Revelation 11, that give, preach the good news to all the people of the world from Jerusalem. But the Antichrist hates them. Mm. And... They're indestructible until their time is done, and their time is done when the Antichrist shows up. He kills the two witnesses. He then goes into the temple, which the Jews will rebuild the temple one day on the Temple Mount. And he'll go in there, he'll desecrate it, and he'll set up a statue of himself, he'll declare himself to be God, and make everybody worship him. And we read in Matthew 24 here, right out of Jesus' lips, that the Jews will then flee out of Jerusalem. Many of them, there'll still be a remnant, but many will flee, and they'll go to Jordan, southern Jordan, which we then know because of Psalm 83 that Jesus will, I mean, excuse me, the Jews will have conquered Jordan at some point and have control of it. And they'll go to Jordan, southern Jordan, and they'll stay there and to be protected by God. And that starts the Great Tribulation. So the Tribulation is the seven years, but once the Jews then are being persecuted by the Antichrist, it starts the Great Tribulation, the last half. That's the seventh uh, trumpet judgment, and the seven bowl judgments fall into that. Nathan, what a great point you're making there, because uh, that's a good point to clarify. And you're right. Oftentimes we think that the first, uh, uh, the first three years of the tribulation, everything is peace. But the Bible also says there's going to be a, a major earthquake that is going to be felt around the world and some other things. Yeah, I mean, one of the, the tribulation pretty much begins with an earthquake that's so bad that it levels the mountains. It says that the rulers of the world hide in caves and cry out for the wrath of the Lord to stop. And then we get to the seventh trumpet judgment in the middle of the tribulation that begins the great tribulation, and you can read that in Revelation chapter 11. And then it says the temple of God was opened in heaven. The ark of his covenant was seen in his temple. Hey, we want to know where the ark is. <laughs> the ark of the covenant was seen in his temple. There's lightning, noise, thunder, an earthquake, and great hail. So the great tribulation starts out with the Antichrist declaring himself to be God, Satan possessing the Antichrist and ruling directly through Satan, the world, and the, another great earthquake 
beginning the next series of judgments. Wow, amazing, amazing. And you know, Nathan, that's why uh, our prayer is that if anyone is tuned into the program, of course, we're going to leave the lines open in case anyone wants to text in or ask a question. I know we only have about three uh, minutes left to the program. Our local number is 305-992-9537. You can call us or text us in at any moment. And we just want to offer some hope to you because uh, a lot of what Nathan is sharing with us here is something really that is for the future, but we believe that time is wrapping up quickly. Uh, no one promises us tomorrow, and therefore we need to be ready uh, today. So, Nathan, uh, also I wanted to see if maybe you can um, shout out a word of encouragement to someone that's out there that maybe doesn't have a relationship with the Lord. Certainly, certainly. Now that you have this information, that you know what the, the Bible tells us the future, God tells us the future, because he wants us to know what's going to come so that we have a chance to ask forgiveness of our sins and accept Jesus as our Savior. Jesus died on the cross for you because he loves you. He wants you to be saved. He wants you to be free of your sins and the guilt and burden that you carry. But you have to surrender your life to him. In your heart, pray, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. Jesus promises to forgive you of your sins, to rapture you with the church up before the tribulation, and to give you an eternal life with him. That's the promise that he gives you. For the rest of the world, they will suffer the tribulation, and many will turn to Jesus as their Savior then. Don't be one of those people who has to survive through the tribulation, because many won't. Most people will die. There'll be very few people left by the end of the tribulation. We haven't even got to the bold judgments of Revelation 16. Most of the world is utterly destroyed. There's very few people left by the end. And this is the time now to give your heart to Jesus Christ and avoid all that, but also yes. be free of your sins. Amen. And Nathan, also, I know we only have about a minute left of the program, but maybe you can lead that listener right now, maybe somebody that's going to be watching on T-Wave TV briefly, uh, maybe a prayer, Nathan, that how they can begin their relationship. Sure. It, it's, a, it's a decision of faith. It's a trust that Jesus died for your sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus wants to give you eternal life, and all you have to do in your heart is put your faith in him and pray, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. And he does promise to forgive you, to give you a new life, to be the Lord of your life and direct you in your path throughout the rest of your life and give you eternal life. Mm, amen. Thank you so much, Nathan. And of course, you're tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Stay tuned for our second edition. But of course, if you're in need of prayer, you can still reach out to us at 305-992-9537 or text in uh, your prayer request, question, or comment. Nathan, again, thank you for being part of this program. It's always a pleasure to have you on. And thank you for all the wonderful information that you just filled our hearts and our brains with. Oh, praise the Lord. I, I hate to leave such a burden on people, but it's important to know. The Lord wants us to know what's coming down, and it's so important that we give our lives to Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Again, you tune in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition, Big Batista and Nathan Jones. And, of course, you can always reach out to us here at twave.org or simply by calling 305-992-9537. May the Lord bless you.
listening to T-Wave, Calvary Chapel Spanish Radio. Los liberará edición de profecía bíblica aquí en el radio. Yo soy Vic Batista, conmigo en el día de hoy, Nathan Jones del Ministerio de Lamb y Lion Ministry. El, el tema de hoy va a ser ese de la tribulación y la gran tribulación, Mateo 24, 21. Pero antes de comenzar, yo voy a orar y también le voy a pedir a ustedes que oren por nosotros los que estamos transmitiendo en vivo de la área de Aventura y Hallandale en la Florida para que todo quede bien y ningún problema eh, con la tecnología. Igualmente, nuestra línea van a estar abierta. El teléfono es el 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. Y cuando la línea esté abierta, nos encantaría que ustedes llamen con su pregunta o su comentario. Oremos. Padre, te damos gracias por esta oportunidad de este programa. Te pedimos, Dios, en el nombre de Jesús, que bendiga estos programas, que su Espíritu Santo nos dirija, que nos abra nuestras mentes, a mí y a Nathan, en nuestros corazones, para poder compartir la palabra sin ningún problema. Gracias. Oramos en el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Y bueno, nuestro programa ha sido posible por Calvary Chapel Aventura. El Ministerio de la Verdad los liberará. Más información a calvaryaventura.com y en Facebook en JN 
832. También nos puede mirar en vivo o en YouTube aquí en T-Wave TV. Y también nos pueden llamar para más información a través de estos programas. Pero en el día de hoy tengo un buen invitado, amigo mío, que es Nathan Jones. Él es el web minister con el ministerio de Lamb y Lion. Nathan, thank you so much for being on the program once again. Gracias por ser parte del programa una vez más. What a blessing to be here. Thank you so much for having me on, Pastor Vic. Amen, amen. And like we always say, Nathan, you, you are, you are part of the family here. So uh, I'm so glad that we have you on again. Le digo a Nathan que es parte de la familia y es un placer de tenerlo aquí una vez más. Oh, that's great. It's nice to be part of a family, a Christian brotherhood. That's right. <laughs> Le digo que así es. And Nathan, of course, uh, there's a wonderful, I always like to ask you briefly again to just share some information regarding your ministry, where you're located, in case no one was tuned into the previous program, so at least they can know how to get a hold of all the wonderful materials that you guys have available. Yo le digo a Nathan, como siempre, que comparta un poco a través de su ministerio, en dado caso que otros no están sintonizados al programa antes de este, para que puedan ver toda la linda eh, información y recursos que ellos tienen disponible para todo el mundo. Lamb and Lion Ministries is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry proclaiming the soon return of Jesus Christ. Lamb and Lion es un ministerio de estudio bíblico proclamando la pronto venida de nuestro Señor Jesucristo. We believe with all our heart that Jesus is coming back very soon. Ellos creen con todo su corazón que el Señor Jesucristo viene bien pronto. And we invite anybody to come to our website at www.lamblion.com. Y lo invita que vayan a su sitio en el web en lamblion.com, que lo tenemos ahí en T-Wave. There you can learn all sorts of things about God's prophetic word. Y ahí puede encontrar toda la información a través de la palabra profética del Señor. You can watch our TV show, Christ and Prophecy. Pueden mirar los programas de televisión ahí, Christ and Prophecy. Uh, read articles about Bible prophecy. Pueden leer eh, recursos y artículos a través de la profecía bíblica. And check out our Facebook and Twitter groups. Y pueden ver su grupo de Twitter y su grupo de Facebook igualmente. And if you have a question, feel free to write in and ask us a question. Y si tienen alguna pregunta, ustedes la pueden llamar ahí simplemente o escribirle a ellos eh, su pregunta para Nathan. Awesome. Thank you, Nathan. Muchas gracias. And of course, Nathan, uh, it's always a, a pleasure to have you on. Siempre es un placer de tenerte aquí. And today's topic is so important. El tema de hoy es un tema que es tan importante. Talking about the, the tribulation, hablando de la, de la tribulación. And Nathan, we reference Matthew 24, verse 21. Referimos a San Mateo 24, uh, 21. Would you be able to read uh, that verse uh, for us in English and then I'll read it in Spanish? So puede abrir con ese versículo en inglés y después yo lo leo en español. For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been seen since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. Porque habrá entonces gran tribulación cual no ha habido desde el principio del mundo hasta ahora ni la habrá. Thank you, Nathan. Muchas gracias, Nathan. And of course, as we talk about the tribulation, o lo que hablamos de la tribulación, I wanted to see, Nathan, if maybe you can talk to us a little bit about the tribulation first and then about the great tribulation for those that are tuned in that maybe are not familiar uh, with the tribulation. Le estoy pidiendo a Nathan que nos hable un poco de la tribulación y después del evento de la gran tribulación para esas personas que tal vez no conocen mucho de la profecía bíblica. Jesus wants us to know what's going to happen in the future. Jesucristo quiere que toda persona sepa lo que va a pasar en el futuro. 31% of the Bible is God telling us what's going to happen next. 
31% de la Biblia, Dios diciéndonos a nosotros lo que Él nos espera. Para que nosotros nos preparemos para lo que es de venir. Uno de los periodos más increíbles que es de venir al mundo se llama la tribulación. The books of Daniel and Revelation tell us that the worst time in all of human history is coming and it'll be seven years long. El libro de Daniel y Apocalipsis nos dice del evento más terrible que le has de venir al mundo entero. I believe that people can tell that this time is coming because Hollywood is filled with movies and books and all getting people thinking about the end of the world. Y dice que es verdad que podemos ver que este se está preparando porque la, la televisión en Hollywood nos está preparando nosotros y están hablando de estos eventos como nunca antes. And Nathan, that's a great point. Ese es un buen punto. I noticed, Nathan, all these movies that suddenly are coming out about zombies and all these things. Yo estoy mirando que hay tantas películas que están saliendo ahora como zombies y, y tantas cosas. Uh, interesting, a survey was done recently of teenagers That show that the number one thing they're worried about the future is an end of the world apocalypse. Interesante de una encuesta que hicieron con jóvenes y una de las cosas que están que están mirando más es del final del mundo del apocalipsis. Even the world that doesn't know Jesus still can feel that there's something big in the air. Hasta el mundo que no conoce a Jesucristo, yo pueden sentir que algo grande va a pasar. We read in Matthew 24 about the tribulation. It also says that when Israel returns as a nation, that's when the end of the world will come. Nosotros leímos aquí en San Mateo que nos dice que cuando Israel se vuelva una nación, se está preparando para venir el fin. No nation in history has ever come back from being dead after almost 2,000 years. Ninguna nación en la historia del mundo ha podido ser revivida de, de estar estado dividida por más de 2,000 años. So just like Jesus said, Israel is a nation again, and the whole world has focused their attention on Israel. Como dijo Jesucristo, que la Israel iba a ser una nación y todo el mundo va a estar enfocado en Israel. Igualmente, como nos dijo el profeta Efrobeta Zecarías, que todo el mundo va a estar enfocado en la nación de Israel. Just turn on the news and Israel dominates the news and the whole world is angry at the Jewish people. Solamente prenda la noticia y van a ver que todo el mundo está enojado a Israel y todo el enfoque está en ellos. The whole world blames Israel for the financial problems and the troubles in the Middle East. Todo el mundo culpa a Israel por todos los problemas que están pasando en la área alrededor de Israel. And the UN is obsessed with over who controls Jerusalem. Y el UN tan, tan, eh, eh, como se dice, preparados que todo el mundo, eh, ¿quién va a controlar a Israel? So we know when the Bible tells us that this tribulation is coming, is that it's coming really soon. Y la Biblia nos dice a nosotros que esa pro, este evento va a venir y va a venir bien rápido. Now this can be a, a terrible subject and very depressing, but the Bible gives us hope. Esto puede ser un tema muy depresivo para algunos, pero la palabra de Dios nos da a nosotros esperanza. The, Jesus teaches in the Bible from John chapter 14, and we also have 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15. La palabra no habla a nosotros en el Evangelio de San Juan capítulo 14, 1 Tesalonicenses 4 y, 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 y 1 de Corintios 15, hablando de la esperanza. That the church, the believers in Christ, will be raptured or taken up off this earth before the tribulation begins. Que los creyentes en Jesucristo van a ser arrebatados y lo van a sacar del mundo antes que venga este evento. So if you're a listener and you believe in Jesus Christ, 
you don't have to worry about this time period that Pastor Vic and I are going to be talking about. Amen. Así que usted es un creyente en Jesucristo. Usted no tiene que preocuparse por este evento que yo y Nathan estamos hablando aquí en el día de hoy. Nathan, that is awesome, awesome hope. Eso es una esperanza para todo eso que están sintonizados. So, of course, the tribulation period uh, begins to evolve. El tiempo de la tribulación comienza a desarrollarse. Uh, the beginning uh, uh, of the tribulation, el comenzar de la tribulación. We also notice that the millions of Jews are going to be saved, right, Nathan? Igualmente conozcamos que millones de judíos van a ser salvos. The, the tribulation has three purposes. We know that it's, it's seven years. Tres propósitos para la tribulación. Notamos que hay... Son siete años. Jeremiah 30, verse 7 says it'll be the time of great distress for Israel. Jeremiah 30 nos dice que va a ser un tiempo bien problemático para Israel. God isn't done bringing Jewish people to salvation. Dios no ha terminado de traer a los judíos a la salvación. But they're, they're very hard, uh, stiff-necked people. <laughs> Pero son personas bien difícil de traer a los pies del Señor. And Nathan, I know we're here in Aventura where like 90% of the community is Jewish. Yeah, yeah. Estamos aquí en la, en la área de Aventura que como 90% de la, de la persona que vive aquí son judíos. So I know what you're saying. Yo sé lo que está diciendo. Well, for your Jewish listeners, they got to realize that all the Jews coming back to Israel again, the nation of Israel, is a tremendous fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Y si usted es judío y está sintonizado al programa, note que esta, todos estos judíos regresando a Israel, eso es una profecía de la palabra que no habló. Zechariah and a number of other prophets foretold that the Jews would return to the Holy Land as a second regathering one day. Zechariah no habló a nosotros la palabra Zechariah que la nación de Israel, la gente de Israel, una vez más iban a regresar para su tierra, como nos dijo la palabra de Dios proféticamente. Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39 uh, talk about how all the Jews of the world will return to Israel one day. Ezequiel 38 y 39 nos dice como todos los judíos van a regresar una vez más a Israel. So Aventura likely will empty out of all the Jews one day. I mean, it's very likely. <laughs> Así es que la ciudad de Aventura va a llegar el tiempo que todos van a salir de Aventura y van a regresar para Israel. And they will return to Israel where they believe it's safe for the Jews to be. Y van a regresar a Israel donde confían que va a ser salvo para los judíos. Now the Bible says that two-thirds of the Jews will die during the tribulation, but one-third will accept Jesus as their Savior by the end. La palabra dice que dos tercios de los judíos van a morir, pero un tercio va a conocer a Jesucristo cuando llegue el fin. Also, the Bible says that Gentiles... From every tribe, tongue, nation, and people will also accept Jesus as their Savior during the tribulation. Y la palabra nos dice que muchos gentiles de toda tribus igualmente va a aceptar a Jesucristo en el tiempo de la tribulación. That is awesome. That is, you know, Nathan, that, that is a great hope. Es buena esperanza because there will be many that are going to get saved in the tribulation, right? Va a haber muchos que van a ser salvos en la tribulación. Oh, there'll probably be more people saved in the tribulation than the last 2,000 years of church history. Van a haber más gente que va a aceptar al Señor en la tribulación que toda la historia del mundo. So the first purpose of the tribulation is to bring people to salvation. El primer propósito de la tribulación es para traer a la persona a la salvación. The second purpose is God's judgment for the sins of the world. El segundo propósito es el juicio de Dios para el pecado de la gente del mundo. God will pour down 21 judgments upon the earth during the tribulation. Dios va a derramar 21 juicios en el mundo en el tiempo de la tribulación. And then for the third purpose, 
Y el tercer propósito es que Jesucristo va aquí a establecer su reino cuando quite todos los pecadores del mundo. Así que el tiempo más peor del mundo entero va a seguir por el tiempo más mejor del mundo entero. Y va a ser un tiempo donde va a haber paz y no va a haber ninguna guerra más. Y esos son los tres propósitos de la tribulación. Thank you, Nathan. Muchas gracias, Nathan. Nuestras líneas estarán abiertas. Teléfono local es el 305-992-9537. Nos pueden llamar o mandar un texto con cualquiera pregunta que ustedes tengan aquí para Nathan en, en este momento. And of course, Nathan, that's why I thank you so much for clarifying that there in terms of what's going to be happening in the tribulation. Uh, uh, le digo a Nathan que le doy la gracia porque va a estar compartiendo con nosotros lo que va a estar pasando en la tribulación. The things will get worse, right, Nathan, in the tribulation. La cosa se va a poner peor en la tribulación. Well, they won't just get worse. It is literally the worst time period in all of human history. No es que se va a poner peor, pero es el periodo más terrible de toda la historia del mundo. It'll begin, according to Daniel 9, with the Antichrist, this one world ruler, making a peace covenant with Israel. De acuerdo a Daniel capítulo 9, va a comenzar con este hombre que va a venir y va a ser la persona que va a ser eh, controlar el mundo entero de acuerdo a Daniel 9. He will promise Israel peace while at the same time conquering the rest of the world. Le va a ofrecer paz a Israel a lo que está conquistando el mundo entero. Now the tribulation judgments, the 21 judgments are divided into three sevens. Seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls. Ahora está dividido en tres secciones de siete, los sellos, las trompetas y, 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 lo, y lo otro que falta, eh, que se puede leer en el libro de Apocalipsis. The first seal judgment is the Antichrist coming to set up his kingdom and rule this earth. El primer sello cuando viene el Anticristo para gobernar el mundo entero. To do this, he plunges the world into World War III and a quarter of the world population dies. Y para hacer eso, hace que el mundo venga en la Tercera Guerra Mundial y millones de personas van a morir. So we know that the tribulation begins with a world war that will kill 1.5 billion people. Comienza la tribulación con una guerra que mata más de un billón y medio de gentes. Revelation 6 also tells us that following the war, there'll be mass starvation and because of the starvation, plagues and death. Apocalipsis 6 nos dice que después viene eh, gente que se van a morir del hambre y después van a venir plagas después de eso. The result will be another quarter of the world's population. So half the world population will die in just the first two, uh, four judgments. Resultado que otro cuarto de la gente del mundo van a morir, así que casi ya la mitad de la gente se ha muerto solamente en el comenzar de los juicios. The following uh, seal judgments and trumpet judgments will be terrible, but that's nothing compared to great tribulation. Entonces, después de ese sello y trompetas, van a morir más gente, pero no es nada en comparación de lo que es la gran tribulación. The is into of 42 each half. La tribulación está dividida en, en, en mitad, 42 meses de, en cada mitad. So even though half the world population dies and an earthquake levels the earth and terrible judgments happen, it's not as bad as the great tribulation, which is the second half. 
aunque comience la tribulación y va a haber un terremoto increíble y como la mitad de la población del mundo va a morir, no es nada en comparación de la última eh, mitad del tiempo de la tribulación, la gran tribulación. Nathan, that is just incredible. Eso es increíble. And of course, one of the things, that, that's why we encourage people that that event is coming, but they don't have to experience it. Le digamos que lo terrible que va a ser eso que es de venir, pero le digamos eso que están sintonizados, que ellos no tienen eh, que pasar por ello. Right, Nathan? So that's only for individuals uh, that really reject Christ uh, at this point, right? Eso para la persona que rechazan a Jesucristo en este punto. Yes, the people who live into the tribulation will those who will be left behind because of the rapture. La gente que va a entrar a la tribulación son esos que se van a quedar atrás porque va a ocurrir el rapto de la iglesia. Like a snap, it, it happens this fast, like that. The church, those who believe in Jesus, will be taken up to heaven. Es como un pestañar, eso que, que abrir y cerrar los ojos instantáneamente van a ir al cielo con el Señor, lo que es el rapto de la iglesia. The world will be in a huge panic, and they'll look for a one-world ruler to bring peace. El mundo entero va a comenzar a paniquear y va a buscar un líder que lo pueda guiar el mundo en esa situación. And the peace treaty he makes is the what starts the tribulation. Y va a ser un pacto de paz que va a comenzar el tiempo de la tribulación. So you're absolutely right, Pastor Vic. For those who have accepted Jesus as Savior, they will not have to endure the 21 judgments of the tribulation. Así que para eso que aceptan a Jesucristo, no van a tener que pasar por el juicio de la gran tribulación. Y están sintonizados a la verdad los liberará con Vic Batista y Nathan John en nuestra edición de profecía bíblica. Y estamos hablando de la tribulación y la gran tribulación. Nuestra línea está abierta 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. No pueden llamar o no pueden mandar un texto en cualquier momento. Y nos encantaría compartir con ustedes un poco más de estos eventos. So, Nathan, I know we are always a little bit short on time. It's just that there's so much information. Le digo que siempre estamos un poco corto en el tiempo porque hay tanta información. But we oftentimes also, Nathan, want to encourage people that, that there's hope. Siempre queremos animar a la persona para que sepan que, que hay esperanza. And there will be hope for the nation of Israel uh, as there's also hope for those that are listening now. Digamos que va a haber esperanza para la nación de Israel, igualmente como hay esperanza para nosotros que estamos sintonizados ahora. Right, Nathan? ¿Verdad que sí? For, for those who are today, you have people who believe in Jesus, like Pastor Vic and myself, here to share the gospel with you. Para eso que están aquí en el día de hoy, tienen personas como yo y Nathan para compartir el evangelio con ustedes. Pero como nosotros nos van a sacar de este mundo en el rapto y no vamos a estar aquí más. Pero la palabra nos dice que después de la tribulación el evangelio todavía, todavía va a seguir en adelante. 144,000 Jews will become evangelists throughout the world. Más de 144 mil judíos van a ser evangelistas a través del mundo. Dios va a mandar un ángel para que comparta el evangelio. Y por la primera mitad de la tribulación van a haber dos testigos que van a estar compartiendo el evangelio también. In the middle of the tribulation, the Antichrist comes to Jerusalem and he kills the two of them. En el medio de la tribulación, el Anticristo va a venir a la área de Jerusalén y lo va a matar a ellos, lo va a poner a muerte. And as we read in Matthew 24, the Antichrist goes into the temple, 
He desecrates it and sets a statue up for him, people to worship him. Y como leemos ahí en San Mateo capítulo 24, versículo 15, que el anticristo va a venir a poner en el templo para que lo alaben a él. And that's when the great tribulation comes upon the Jews because the Antichrist breaks the covenant and persecutes them terribly. Y ahí es cuando viene el anticristo y rompe el pacto que tiene, comienza a perseguir a los judíos. From there, the seven trumpet judgments and the rest of the bowl judgments are, bring worse devastation on the earth than even the first half. Wow. Y entonces ahí comienzan todos los otros juicios de las trompetas y los otros que van a venir y el mundo se pone todavía peor. Hence the great tribulation. But during that time, there will be a chance to accept Jesus as your Savior as long as you don't take the Antichrist mark. Amen. Y aunque la cosa se pone tan difícil, todavía va a haber oportunidad para que personas lleguen a conocer a Jesucristo a lo que no tomen la marca de la bestia. But why wait for the tribulation to accept Jesus as Savior? ¿Y por qué esperar para la tribulación para aceptar a Jesucristo? Jesus loves you. He died for you. Jesucristo lo ama y murió por ustedes. So that when you accept him as Savior and the Son of God, your sins will be forgiven. Que cuando ustedes lo acepten a él como Salvador, su pecado van a ser perdonados. You'll be promised to be part of the rapture of the church. Van a ser prometidos ser parte del rapto de la iglesia. You won't have to endure the seven-year tribulation. No va a tener que pasar por esos periodos de los siete años de la tribulación. And you will receive eternal life with Jesus forever. Y va a recibir vida eterna con Jesucristo para siempre. I say hallelujah for that wonderful hope, right, Nathan? Le digo hallelujah por esa linda esperanza. Amen. Jesus wants us to know the future because he wants us to know amidst the trials and tribulations, there is hope in him. Jesucristo quiere que sepan el futuro, pero en el medio del tiempo difícil, Él quiere que ustedes sepan que Él está aquí con eso. Nathan, the only question is, what are people waiting for, right? What, we want to give him an opportunity to come to know the Lord now, right? <laughs> Digo a la persona que, que por qué están esperando, queremos dar la oportunidad a ustedes que vengan al Señor ahora. Exactly. What is in your life that's so important that you're holding on to? ¿Qué cosa tiene usted en su vida que tan importante que usted está apegado de eso? It's nothing. It's pennies. Pennies. Compared to the love that Jesus has for you and wants you to accept today. Es como centavo comparado al amor que Jesucristo tiene para ustedes y quiere que ustedes reciban hoy. Nathan, you know, that is, that, what a great point. Qué lindo punto. There's people holding on to so many things. La gente que está agarrada, de, and they're holding on to them so tightly that they're not opening their arms to receive Jesus. Algunos están tan apegados a alguna cosa que no abren las manos para recibir al Señor. And God wants you to know that he is for real and he loves you. Dios quiere que ustedes sepan que él es de verdad y que él lo ama. And Nathan, like you oftentimes do, I would love for you to maybe share with that listener how they can begin their relationship with Jesus right now. Como hace Nathan, siempre le quiero pedir que comparta con eso que están sintonizados. ¿Cómo pueden comenzar esa relación ahora? In John 3.16, we know that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Juan 3.16 nos dice que de tal manera amó Dios al mundo que dio su hijo un génito para que todo que crea en él no se pierda mas tenga vida eterna. When you in faith accept Jesus as your Savior, cuando usted en fe acepta a Jesucristo como su Salvador. Cuando ora en su corazón y diga, Jesucristo, confío en ti, perdona mi pecado y entre en mi corazón, sea mi Salvador. Jesucristo promete limpiarlo de todo pecado. De quitarle el mal sentimiento de su vida. Para darle una vida nueva. 
y para darle una esperanza del de futuro. El rapto de la iglesia y vida eterna con el Señor. What a wonderful blessing. Qué linda bendición. And what a wonderful gift. Y qué gran regalo. Nathan, thank you so much for leaving that wonderful gift to those that are tuned into the program. Le estoy dando a Nathan por darle ese lindo regalo para esos que están sintonizados al programa. And Nathan, can you believe again our time is up? We're going to have to do a part two to this. You know that, right? Amen, brother. I'm ready. <laughs> Digo, Nathan, que vamos a tener que hacer una segunda parte para este programa porque ya se nos fue el tiempo. Nathan, thank you for joining us again. May the Lord bless you. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me on. Y todos ustedes que están sintonizados, gracias por sintonizarse a nuestro programa aquí. Siempre es un placer tenerlo a ustedes. Siempre vayan a bigbatista.org para cualquier pregunta. Pueden mandárnosla a nosotros. O también nos pueden llamar a 305-992-9537. Que Dios me lo bendiga. Y hasta la semana que viene. Yo soy Vic Batista. Hispano.